Have we spoken about when we got accidentally got the school closed down? <laughs> have we? Did we talk about that? I don't know if we have. A my tits now jumper as well. You know, <laughs> little things like that. A little. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Christmas special. It's the big one. Come on. This is the last episode before Christmas. Isn't it exciting? Isn't it the most wonderful time of the year? They say it's just a meaningless platitude, but the streets are awash with Christmas shoppers. Christmas lights are glimmering in the mm -hmm. distance. I actually do really enjoy Christmas, and it's become very fashionable to shit on Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like, Don't get me wrong. This period of time in our respective lives is the period of time where Christmas is meant to be a bit shit because it's not as good as it was when you were younger. And also you don't have a child to yeah. kind of cajole into enjoying it. We're kind of in that in-between phase where Christmas is really, I would say, centered around having a good time with your mates and catching up and coming back home and, you know, going out to the pub rather than as a kid waiting for Santa, you know, or as a parent, geeing your kid up and being like Santa's coming. to pay for everything, you know, that kind of thing. It's it's the time, it is very much that case. We're in the in-between stage, like you say, where we have to sort of play along a little bit and be like, you know, we've got to just sort of maintain the sort of happy feel because that's all we've really got going in our lives. Now we're in proper jobs. Everyone's pretty yeah. much hating our lives. We've now, this is the only thing we've got to live for every single year now and so that's what people do they're like oh let's go let's get together let's, let's go to a pub let's let's dress yeah. up as elves let's do something wacky like that the you know thing remotely christmasy about the pub is that they put tinsel up and they'll be playing christmas songs in the background or whatever that's the yeah. only thing remotely christmasy but hey it's christmas and anything goes which i think should be christmas's tagline you know if christmas had a pr time it's a pr team it should say like you know Christmas, anything goes, because it does. You lose track yeah. that period of time between Christmas and New Year. You completely lose track of what day it is, what you're meant to be doing. The answer, you're not meant to be doing anything. Snort a line of Coke on Christmas Day. <laughs> anything goes. Do what? Imagine imagine Christmas on Coke. Imagine Whatever. that. How mental would that be? Whatever you need to do to get through it. Do yeah. It. Do, if that's what keeps the grandparents Snort up all night, then do it. Do you know what I mean? Coke. It'll stop you kind of falling asleep after Christmas dinner. You know, when you've worked yourself into that food coma, mm -hmm. then you're in the armchair on Christmas Day. BBC have probably put a shit kind of film on it. Toy Story 3's on again. It's two and a half hours long. You've seen it 10, 15 times before. But in the name of tradition, when did that become synonymous with Christmas? Every anyway. old James Bond film has ever been, you know, go through there with your bingo card for all the misogynistic comments, the sexist <laughs> comments. Like, do that. That's a great drinking game. All the times you can see Bond flying around in the old Bond movies on a piece of string when you're not yes. meant to see the string. It's shit. It's meant to be shit, which is also a Christmas tagline. Yeah, it is because Christmas is, you know, it's campus Christmas and stuff like that. It's known for these sort of like out there flamboyant, over the top eccentric moments of, of the year. It's meant to be a bit naff. And this is where the mm. Christmas haters really do lose me naff's when they read word. into Christmas song lyrics and they take them literally are you sure that wizard really wanted it to be christmas every day no, no. nobody would want that it'd be too much it'd be far too much i'd have to act like this and dress like this with these antlers on every day of the year too he's, much he's Don't checking take it seriously. he's checking his list he's checking it twice how is he going through his entire list twice there's like a billion <laughs> kids in the world this is unrealistic delegate to one of the elves yeah. delegate to one of them that's an army of them that's Nobody. the job they're there to do. They're the interns. Give them the terrible <laughs> jobs. Give them the things no one else wants to do. Get them <laughs> to check the list twice. Twice. Do you really think Cliff Richard is putting gifts on his tree? No. No, no he's putting gifts on their tree. You put them underneath the tree. Stupid Cliff. Stupid. But it's a song. Mm. Buy into it, you know? It's meant to be, you know, jingly, jazzy kind of bop along to it, sing along. Don't think about what you're singing. Don't think. Just don't don't think at all. This is the culture. This is what Christmas is all about. You sit your fat ass down, and it's going to be fat by the time Christmas is done. You're going to be, be. You're already fat. It's going to be even fatter by the time you're finished. Okay, plonk that fat ass down. Eat some <laughs> chocolate and just shut up and watch the TV. You burk. Because that's what Christmas is all about. It's not about this sort of Jesus and all that. What are you talking? No, no <laughs> it's so is. far removed from anything remotely religious now. Who's mentioned Jesus in donkey's years? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you'll pardon the pun. Yeah. Jesus and the donkey, of course. It's not about religion. It's not even a time for politics. Like, you have your racist uncle round at the dinner table on Christmas Day. Don't get involved. If he's talking about transgenderism, if he's talking about immigration, let him be mm. once again. It's part of Christmas. You don't need to fact check across the table. Embrace it. 
in your paper crown, in your paper crown, you know, put a cracker with him. How about how about we have a competition? If he wins the cracker pull, we send all the foreigners home. If you win it, we'll keep them all here. How about that? I'm all for that. I can get behind that. Exactly. This is the, these are the sort of games you have to be playing nowadays. Okay, you've got to sort of embrace the racist uncle, give him a hug, know that yes, okay, he's a little bit intellectually subpar, shall we say, but that's fine because it's also he's a family member, and so this is the year where those things don't matter. This is the time of year where those things are accepted because they're family and it's Christmas, so everything goes. You're allowed to do what you want. Blood runs thicker than water in mm-hmm. all senses at Christmas, and you really might get tested. And I think I mentioned it on last year's pod. Where well, our, our Christmas looks like it's just the four of us, mum, dad, sister, and me. So we don't really get that extended family interaction. There's too many of them. Good. But I do think that Christmas arguments should just be confined to whether you think bounty is the worst in celebration. I think Snickers, Mars bar, Twix, Galaxy. That's Keep so it. right. We don't need to be solving geopolitical issues. That's not that Christmas. Is, Let's put all that on hold. You've hit the nail on the head. That is so right. The Christmas period is for those ridiculous arguments where it's like, our after aids better than a chocolate orange? And just stuff like that where it's like making ridiculous comparisons, having those ridiculous arguments and like that- having reading out cracker jokes and thinking they're the most hilarious thing ever because you're two pints deep or whatever and you've had a <laughs> sherry and if someone's snuck a line of Coke and someone's Books drunk. Fizz. Yeah, and you've all got a bit mental. Someone spiked your gran type of thing. Yeah, That's what she, spiked, spiked, spiked. She, she spiked you and spiked <laughs> you, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going on around your dinner table, Chad, but I'm not going to lie to you. But I do think as well, what's your favourite Christmas movie? Oh, no, mine's this, mine's that. Okay, permissible. Not kind of, you know, fluff. Just keep it fluffy. Yeah, sing some songs. You know, you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap lousy, you know. Just... Yeah. Would we get demonetised? So we're not monetised anyway. Are we? anyway. Are we not monetised anyway? Anyway, would we get the explicit kind of tag if you said that word? No. Probably. Because your racist uncle says, well, actually, the F word, which I am not going to say, by the way, even though I can, even mm-hmm. though I've got the F card you by can. virtue of birth. He said, no, no, no. It's an old Irish slang term or whatever, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. A bitch, bash, bash. They didn't mean it in this way. It's all about context. Okay, doesn't explain why you're shouting at the top of your voice then, does it? <laughs> just, got, just on that word. Just, just that, that word, word. Just that yeah. word. Just because I can. Just because the time I can, of year where you can say it. It's it a song. Bloody liberating, doesn't it? Some yeah, people play games with that song, don't they? And games with Last Christmas by Wham, where they play like in the run-up to Christmas. How can I avoid this song playing either on the radio or in a store or whatever? And you lose the game if you hear it, basically, which is something I learned recently. You're going to lose that game. pretty quickly, pretty quick. I mean, have you? I think it is that song actually, uh, "You Scumbaggy Maggot." That what's it called again? Um, Fairy Tale of New York. That's all. Fairy Tale of New York, where the woman in that, I'm pretty sure it's that song, where every single year my mum will go, "God, you know she died in a jet ski accident." Yep. Jet ski accident. Yep. Do you know that? Every sing- without fail, every year she brings that up. She'll go. It'll come up on the TV because we, for some reason, we start turning on music videos like on MTV yeah. stuff yeah, yeah. every year, yeah. and so you have the Christmas songs on just on a loop and you'll hear the same song like five times in the same day it's ridiculous every time that music video comes on that jet ski accident it's all tragic tragic isn't it as, <laughs> as if it year. happened last week or something like that happening like 1981 it's just it's ridiculous like why is that a thing we have those traditions in our family where there's certain things that happen every single year you've got the jet ski accident you've got me and my brother playing this uh, we're having this game of like trying to put our bauble at the top of the christmas tree we've got a bauble with each of our names on we throw we try and hide the other one on the tree so they can't find it and we play this game it's ridiculous okay we're in our 20s for god's sake say, how old are you how old are you again? we've done this since kids but it's like these ridiculous traditions that you yeah. have it is, it's, it's, it's the familiarity aspect that's just so kind of warming. It doesn't need to make sense. It, we, why do we do it? Because we've done it for 20 years. It's not a reason when you think about it. It doesn't need to be It's a like reason. a warm hug, isn't it? It's like a warm hug every year that you have. You play charades. You, eventually, what, what happens in my house sometimes is that you'll get the older family members when they were still alive. They would get onto the cost of like gas bills this month that oh. they've got up, and there's sort of that moment in the night where it's like, okay, somebody go get Guitar Hero out. Come on, conversation's gone a bit light now. Some go get <laughs> get the dance mat out. Something. Guitar you know what I mean? Hero. That, that Christmas sort of songs thing. only on Guitar Hero. Yeah, 
Go yeah. on, get get the grandparents on Guitar Hero. We'll put it on Facebook. Go on, get yeah. you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> There's always that every year. There's always a game that my mum's bought from a charity shop for 50p to fill half an hour. You know, there's always that. And it gets thrown in the bin afterwards. And it's there's always a game. And I love those terrible parlor games, which generally I tend to take a step back from, or used to take a step back from. But I think this year I'm going to step into it. I'm going to step into Christmas like Elton would want me to. And I'm going to embrace those the terrible games. A waste yeah, of we, reference time. We've got in terms of, you know, the tradition, the games and everything. Every single year without fail, Christmas Day, Monopoly. The only time we ever play it. If Monopoly was that good of a game, we play it more than once a year on Christmas Day. We, we do it no. New Year's. Oh, is that like some kind of like a tradition? Like Yeah, well, sometimes Christmas, sometimes New Year's, like it floats between the two. It's quite a sort of fluid game. It's a fluid, Monopoly is a definitely a very fluid game, lots going on. Are you a hotel? Are you a house? You know, there's thing. lots, lots. I've never told you about this actually before, but in, t- in 2017, my grandma died on Christmas Eve, okay? okay. Late, in, late on Christmas Eve. And it was really sad, really tragic, because I was very close to her. We all, you know, we all very well loved in the family. And... We all agreed because that's the time of year where our families all come together and we have like quite a big tradition of, you know, we spend Christmas Day at our house. Then we go to my grandparents' house for Boxing Day. That's quite a set in stone tradition. And uh, we all agreed that we basically treat Christmas as normal, as if nothing happened. So if you try and imagine this, how mental this is to think. So Christmas Eve, 10 o'clock at night, your grandma's died and you've kissed her on the forehead after she's passed. And, you know, you say goodbye and that kind of thing. Your granddad's heartbroken. Everyone's heartbroken. And then the next day, your granddad comes around. Merry Christmas. Hi, how are you? Yes. Big hug. Like nothing's happened the entire day. Nobody mentioned it. Yeah. No, didn't didn't come up for the entire Christmas. We're then watching the Gogglebox Christmas special. Everyone's laughing like, oh, it's it's good. How meant, and I'm just sat there looking around, be like, this is just crazy. And then we play a game where it was catch the the poo on your head. I think it's called like poo head or something. And right. you put like this cap and it's got vel- uh, velvet on it. And then the ball like sticks to it. I see. And so it's brown. Got, yeah. It's like brown so shaped like a poo. I see. And so you're trying to catch this sort of beanbag like poo on your velvet hat and like a points based system. And my how, grandma's, how my grandma's died 24 system. hours ago. <laughs> and we're playing the poo, poo head game that she's playing to the catch shit show. on our heads now. It's I mean, how, that's a point space. It's like archery. Whereas if you get it in the, if you get a shit in the middle of your head, you get like 50 points. Oh, I yeah, see. It's that. It's it that's almost too ridiculous to be true. And yet you're playing it the day after your grandma's died. But and just maybe... think how mental that is of like a thing to imagine. Like, I, I don't know if you've lost any close family members. I don't think you have lost any really close family members. I'm not sure. <laughs> couple of her grandmas but not around the time of christmas for sure uh, pretty and far from christmas there's quite a close association with grandparents and christmas because of our traditions and so having that and then like we're playing this terrible game and, and then having gogglebox everyone laughing their heads off at this christmas special on gogglebox it's like such a weird situation and it just it was strange to get my head around that it, it speaks to the power what other day in the calendar would have such just power as to erase that memory even if it's just for 24 hours which i'm sure it was what other day would have this kind of religious, but not religious in the Jesus sense, religious mm. in the, this is Christmas, this is what we do on Christmas, and we're bloody going to, well, do it, you know, type of thing, than Christmas Day itself. That's what, that's what, that's why I get a kick out of Christmas, because largely everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's going about the same stuff type of thing. Everybody's opening the presents on Christmas morning. Everybody's getting engaged with the, the festivities, largely speaking. I get such a kick out of that, that kind of, community aspect which i think i probably rambled on you know last year's christmas pod about probably that's what i enjoy about christmas the spirit of it all. And I, I get what you mean because there is that feeling what other time of year does basically everyone in the country do that same do a exactly. same thing like what other time like easter not really no, no like you've got to have kids really to partake in that no one's yeah. really doing that we don't do thanksgiving in this country like in america like no. we don't really have anything else where everybody obviously there's other people in different religions as well but pretty much everybody is doing that around mm. the country and it's a very united thing you've got like the queen's speech or in this case the king's speech that people sometimes listen to i don't bother it's a load of I was I was say, have you ever watched it because everybody's banging on about it you know oh it's the first ever kings not first ever obviously boring first king's speech in ages you know i think it's not like if it was live maybe you catch me watching it just so you could slip up 
Maybe yeah. slip a swear word in there. Racial slur. Racial yeah. slur off camera. Yeah, something like no. that. If it was like, if it was somebody interesting, like stick Nigel Farage on there, I think that would be quite interesting. <laughs> Don't endorse his views, but let me tell you, it'd be interesting. I'd tune in. But Andrew if it's King Tate. Charles, Andrew yeah. Tate. We should have Tate's Christmas this year, really, shouldn't we? Families gathered around to watch Andrew Tate on TV would be um, something and your grandma there going, yeah, do you know what? He's right. He's right, that tape, man. He's People right. People at that age would probably agree with him in a sense, I feel. Do you want me to tell you, though? You want me to dispense with one aspect of Christmas that I think has gone too far? Go on. Christmas adverts. Ooh, interesting. Now, I don't I don't disagree with the idea of them. You know, you've got your John Lewis's, your Tesco's, your Asda's, your Sainsbury's. Okay, fair enough. You're a supermarket. They're not always necessarily, in fact, they're not remotely about the products that they're selling or whatever. Okay, fair enough. A good Christmas advert doesn't need that, right? I'm thinking Sainsbury's 1918 truce boxing, a Christmas Day mm. truce football advert, gone down in history, legendary. But when I'm watching TV and KFC are telling me in this advert that there, there are families across the United Kingdom on Christmas Day gathering around the table with the Christmas tree in the background, dipping into a bargain bucket, I'm not having it. Go no get the families kernel. doing that. Go get the gravy. The gravy's going all over it. I'm thinking... The beans, not the beans. Not the beans. <laughs> Who's getting beans on Christmas God Day? God's law. I'm thinking, stop trying to muscle it. If Christmas, if you can't tangibly make a connection between Christmas and your business, don't do a Christmas advert. But don't do one just because everybody else is doing one. Yeah, the one that annoys yeah. me... I mean, you're right to say that everyone just like trying to find a way of like getting their brand into the Christmas theme, that kind of thing. The ones that annoy me is when it's every year, like a John Lewis or whatever has got to come up with like a new thing, like as an alien yeah. or something. Oh, it's oh, it's a crab. It's like an adorable crab. Oh, it's like, you know, it's something every year, like these things, and then they sell them as products and people buy yeah. into it because it's like, oh, it's the it's the cute dinosaur from the advert. Oh, it's the yeah. dragon. It's the oh god. And it's like they they're just so buying into it. And I get that it's to some people it's part of Christmas or whatever, but I'm just like that that for me is a bit much. I think we need to just take a, a reset when there starts being like articles in the Daily Mail about like this advert. And it's like it's an advert. It's an advert. Like, why are we doing articles about it? Why has it become a, a moment of like, oh, the John Lewis advert's about to be released? Yeah. Like, why we does need it to carry shoot those people? We need to assassinate them yeah. genuinely. Christmas natural, Day, do it. Natural selection will take yeah. place with those. But it's like the more abstract that they get as well. Because I'm thinking there was one a few years ago, the John Lewis one, the man on the moon. Mm -hmm. It's basically a man who's lonely, sat on the moon, and he's looking, get this, through a little girl's bedroom window using Ooh, a telescope. Pedo. Dodgy. He's the first moon pedo. Intergalactic pedophilia. Mm. But it's okay because it's Christmas time. It's a John Lewis telescope. Oh, that doesn't make it yeah. okay though, does it, John? Yeah, exactly. But is it? Is it what are they selling there? They're selling, like, and she's looking up at him, and he's lonely. He's looking down on her. A bit weird. Like, mm. what are you selling through? Oh, do, They're like, selling to their market. Their market's old white people. Most of them probably pedos. Let's face it, most old white people are. They're selling to their market. Face it, they are. That's why it went so well. That's why it's people famous. People watch that advert, though, and think, God, I better buy something from John Lewis. Not a telescope. They're not advertising a telescope. What are they selling? What are they selling? I don't understand it. I don't get it. Pedos. Pedophilia. Pedos. They're selling pedos. I've seen it's a few what, in there. It's what they're doing. I mean, this is the... I I think those adverts, like you said, they are ridiculous. They're there to sort of tug at the heartstrings of like, oh, it's Christmas time and everything's yeah. sad and lonely. Oh, but he bought a he bought a telescope and now he's happy. It's like, yeah. no, 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 this is just nonsense. Stop it. It's kind of like... And the people that are coming up with those adverts, they're thinking, how can we fucking police these people of as much money as possible that's it we'll play on there we'll tug on their heartstrings because it's christmas okay advertising to an extent is always about that but the fanfare around it at christmas time i don't get that aspect of christmas that's all i'm saying it's become too agree. contrived now it's become too contrived for my liking it's like the build-up to the christmas adverts being released i just don't get it i'm not a fan of it personally Need to need to remake. If you were to change one aspect of Christmas, aside from the adverts, the would adverts. you change like the tradition of the Christmas tree? Are you not a fan of that? Would you make the stockings more of a thing? Would you go down the route of changing the food? Because I'm not a huge fan of the turkey. I've got to be honest. I just like pizzas. That would be ideal for me. I yeah. would change the desserts. Christmas desserts are lacking. I love a roast, love turkey. We only have it at Christmas time, though, so it's kind of like a, a special event. Might have it, a sandwich, you know, in the day after Boxing Day, yeah. cranberry, whatever, cranberry 
not cranberry juice, is it? That'd be disgusting. No, cranberry it's sauce. like, yeah, cranberry sauce, sauce yeah. type of thing going on. But you think about your Christmas desserts and they're disgusting. It's such a disappointment after the main. I'm thinking, like, what's in Christmas cake? Mm. Like, it's fruity, like dried fruit, nut, nuts on there, whatever. Too much icing on top. I haven't even got into the rest. I've got a whole thing about this. That's disgusting. I don't like it. And they, they go, you know what? As with any dessert that's shit, let's just cover it in alcohol to make it taste better. Stick yeah. a bit of brandy on there, a bit of sherry on there. If we get them no. drunk, they won't be able to taste it. That's exactly. that's the thinking. Exactly. And like, I'm partial to a drink, and I like Christmas. <laughs> oh, I'm, partial to, I'm partial to a drink at Christmas. You're combining two of my favourite things there. Mm-hmm. But Christmas cake is disgusting. It is. It's one of the, It's just a fruit cake, really. At the end of the day, isn't it? And yeah. this is the thing. I've opted out of this for a long time now. So the tradition in our house is the adults, the proper grown-ups, the old ones have the the Christmas cake, and me and my brother, who's my brother's allergic to nuts, the kids, the, the kids of the group, the kids of the family, we all have like a chocolate sponge cake thing that also goes in the microwave to warm it up as well yeah. and we have custards on top of it so we we sort of have the kids the sort of kids dessert if you like which i'm all for like the trifle that kind of thing like it becomes like you have these set desserts at these time of year like it's weird even that isn't it everybody knows about christmas pudding which is a bit like christmas cake you've got the drive fruit in there again right you've got i don't know is it there's a like fucking treacle or some kind of fucking sauce in there something. or something like that. I don't know. And then you've got the tradition of when you're making it, it's something I learned from friends at uni. When you're making it at home, every member of the family on the scene has got to stir it and make a wish. And that's a thing. <laughs> and like, that's kind of nice in a way if the end product wasn't fucking disgusting. Yeah. Hate it. And like, there's the whole sort of putting a penny in it as well. Is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, that's a thing. And is that the one you set on fire as well? Yeah, you like, can you know, do. What's all, what's all that about? But nice if you're involved in the tradition of it. It just tastes like arse, though. It tastes bad. The only reason those things have survived so long is because of tradition. They probably ate all loads of sh- like all sorts of shit back then, but mm-hmm. because they weren't tethered to Christmas, they haven't survived in the name of tradition. There are all those sort of traditions linked with Christmas, aren't there, where you eat certain things, you've got to do certain yeah. things. They go back donkey's years. It's weird that they've yeah. still survived. Like my my mum, after we've had the Christmas dinner, uh, like in sort of, we had about two o'clock usually, something like that, and we'll have the dinner, and then afterwards like getting towards sort of tea time sort of six o'clock kind of time it'll be then time to go around with like oh well you want sandwiches do you want do you want some turkey <laughs> sandwich we've got some stuffing do you want we've got some stuffing left do you want some stuffing stuff we've got some pigs and blankets do you want to have a few pigs and blankets have a few go on have a few and then it'll be like oh i'm going around with christmas cake anyone want christmas cake now anyone and it's all that <laughs> like you go around the lounge like trying to do you want another wine do you want a top up do you want a top up we'll get you a top yeah. up come on are you having anything you want just a hint of alcohol, you're going easy this year. We know what happened last year. And it's all this sort of you go around the room kind of thing. I just love that because it's the same thing every yeah. single year. Every the next year. day on Boxing Day, we will have turkey curry. That's we have a turkey. Oh, is that that's the thing you do, is it? With the leftover oh, so, turkey, you make it into curry. Yeah, so what happens is well, it's, it's not boxing day actually, it's the day after boxing day. So we'll turkey's have turkey. getting on a bit at that point. Turkey's getting on a bit. Ooh. So we'll have turkey, then we'll have a chicken on Boxing Day with different right. family, and then it's like turkey curry on the third day. <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know where that's, it, was like, it reminds me of being back in uh, in college at uni, where like you'd have like they do like a Rogan lamb Rogan Josh in the evening meal, and then the, the lunchtime after the day after, you'd have like a chicken Rogan Josh, and they just use the leftover sauce. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we'll stick that out there. We'll give them that. They're not going to notice. Wink, wink. <laughs> But of course, at Christmas, we get away with it. We go, I'm not going to begrudge anybody that. You can Same get away with pies, though, To finish my point on desserts, mm-hmm. mince pies. Now, this is interesting, though, because a lot of people seem to pretend they like mince pies, but I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Is that like actual mince? I've never looked into it. I've had them. Is that like mince? In there? There's fruit in there as well. Dry fruit in there. I'm but not sure what's going on. I don't think it is actual mince in there. Like, what is in there and why is it in there? And why are we pretending to like it? You get some people that are like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's properly nice. It's properly nice. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wash it down with a, a glass of mulled wine, which also tastes vile, by the way. So turn into a bit of a rant, actually. But, you know, yeah. you asked. You asked. 
But this is the thing, people will do things like that because it's Christmas, not even because they necessarily no. taste nice. No. It's because it's the sentiment. It's what you have to buy into when you're buying into Christmas. Exactly. It's the same, like everyone has little things. Like for example, in our house, at breakfast, we basically just eat the chocolate that we're being given. Like that's our breakfast. Mm. Like you just stuff your face full of the chocolate. Like we go through the same sort of rituals every year of like the things that you do. And I quite like it. It's it's warm. It's like a cuddle. It's like a hug, a warm sort of hug of, of things that, you know, because it reminds me your childhood as well it reminds me of those good times that you had and i do i do sort of like the familiar familiarity of it it's nice in that sense um, but there are some things i'd like to change this year Go to on. improve it i think yeah so this year i would like to formally invite prince harry and Meghan markle to my christmas no i would because their families hate them we know this whereas i think i could embrace them I think Megan would probably love playing charades, probably by herself. She seems like the sort of person who plays charades by herself. She'd play it in the mirror, Megan Markle would probably. Play. Yeah, I and feel like they need they need sort of a, a welcoming family to to bring them in to adopt them to bring you know put an arm around them. She would be she's very adept at charades because she's good at acting. Good point. Good point. She's an actress, not because she's a liar. All I'm saying. Definitely not, Piers. Just bring that out there into the ether. Mm -hmm. She, I imagine she's the sort of person who probably light a candle, maybe. She'd light a candle to sort of set the ambiance of the Christmas day. Prince Harry, and I'm, I'm going to blow your mind here because you know it's true. Mm. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, definitely have matching Christmas pyjamas to wear yes. on Christmas. Yes. Get the kids involved as well. I'm thinking, for some reason I can see it, like elf-style pyjamas mm -hmm. all the way down to... Elfy kind of slippers with bells on the end. They can afford that, but who dresses an elf? They can afford that. I know with those massive ears. Yeah, the ones on the side. Yeah, I can imagine Meghan Markle being the type of person that if you were to buy her a Christmas gift, you would also inside the wrapping paper put the receipt inside it as well because you yeah. know that she's going to take it back. It's a bit That's picky. She's a bit. She's just like, yeah. Well, I like the cut of it, but maybe I wouldn't wear. This color, not in season. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's just not my color. It kind of drains me a bit. What can mm. I say? But that's just me. But thank you. I appreciate the sentiment. I'd welcome that because I think there needs to be a bit of bitchiness at Christmas. Like there needs to be yeah. something. There needs to be a bit of aggro at some point because some family member doesn't like the other family member, or because this person's not happy that you're not going to their Christmas thing, and and they want to get an invite, but they don't want to make the journey, and they don't want to have to be picked up because they live fifty miles away, and you've got to accommodate them. Are they staying over? Are they not staying over? But this family's staying over, and it's like all these sort of little things you've got to figure out when you've got maybe a big family, lots of people around, lots of things to sort of. All Organize and it creates a bit of riffraff, a bit of sort of yeah, the more people that you include in a plan, the more likely it is that somebody is going to have their nose put out of joint mm -hmm. by said plan. There's all that going on, and this is where it really comes to sort of like a peak at Christmas. I feel because there's lots of different people's people have different ideas of what Christmas is, what they're wanting their Christmas to be, and I do think it makes an interesting melting pot when those sort of family dynamics get you know put under the spotlight at Christmas. You have people sort of drinking. They've had a few drinks. They let loose a little bit. They've gone a bit <laughs> loose, and everyone's everyone's at the end of a Christmas party and they're texting and each other being like, "Yeah, see, are you coming to Sally's this year?" Or are you going to sort of slag us off again behind you? You know, and there's a bit of bitchiness. I like the bitchiness at Christmas. What you want is a recently divorced family member who is very, very inebriated. Yeah. Just to let, just to let rip, right? Mm -hmm. Aunt Sally's had one too many Baileys, and now she's going for everybody. Yeah. Nobody's safe from her fire. She's Granddad yeah. Trevor. You're a waste of time. I'm mm -hmm. sick of caring for you. He's not. He's Box not going to own teeth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's made out of wood. I'm not wiping your ass again. Yeah, I like it when a family member sort of lets loose like that. It sort of, yeah, it sort of op opens the bottle a little bit of like, the, it sort of lets out a little bit of that sort of pop that's been ready to go all the year round. They sort of let let a little bit of let a little bit of out of Christmas. The final straw is somebody taking the last toffee penny from the quality mm. street carton. You know, it's that kind of petty shit that you need. My sort of, I also find Christmas a little bit, there's a sort of a depressing moment on Christmas Day as well. When the day's sort of coming to an end, everything's been eaten. You sort of feel a little bit like crap because you've, you've eaten loads of crappy food all day. And you sort of stuffed your fat face full of all sorts of crap. And it's like, you're, you just, I, I get to a point where I'm like, oh God, God I'm forgetting me joggers. Oh God. Elasticated waste. Elasticated. Oh God. 
I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go get changed. This is why I like to just be in my own house for Christmas because it's like, oh, look, I'm just gonna go get changed. I'm gonna put something comfy on. It's got it's, yeah. it's seven o'clock. Do you know what I mean, like it's one of them. For me, as I get towards that point of uh, Christmas Day, I'm actually quite happy that it's over. Mm-hmm. That we're getting there because for me, and it's part of the reason why I hate my birthday specifically. If you build something up, then it has to it has to be amazing. It has to be amazing. Everything has to be perfect. Newsflash. Nothing's ever perfect. So when Christmas comes and it passes by and everybody's reasonably happy, barring family drama, everybody's reasonably happy. It's gone swimmingly to plan whatever that Christmas might look like. And you get to that seven, eight o'clock. Time is ticking down towards the Mrs. Brown's Boys Christmas special, which is always a highlight for me personally. Mm. You know, I'm just kind of relieved. I'm like, everybody's happy. No major drama usually. Christmas has passed. It's come and gone. And then you get people tweeting, oh, well, it's only 365 days till the next one type of thing. You get all those sort of jokes, all those sort of things. Yeah. But I I think the the depressing part for me is when you say goodbye to the family members and it's sort of like, that is it. The Christmas is done. You've had all this hype, all this build up now. And just like that, it's just gone. It's just all gone. I mean, luckily we have the whole Boxing Day thing, which, which sort of continues it a little bit longer. Um, but it's sort of that. Like, then you go into that period of sort of nothingness of like everyone's just a bit off their heads because it's like yeah we're having a bit of a come down here. Like it's basically just sort of a nation on the come down. We could be hit by a missile during that period and we wouldn't do anything. We wouldn't have any response because everyone's just sort of like lazing about. Like no one's doing anything. Nobody's on the command station on the twenty <laughs> sixth of December. You know, trying to protect the country. We should be nuked during that period. Like if Russia is listening, China's listening, nuke us in that period because we're screwed everyone's everyone's on the sherry everyone's having to come down everyone's like you know picking up the pieces and trying to mend their family relationships nobody knows what day is that 26 27 28 29 30 31st nobody knows what day all i'm counting down towards is new year's yeah because that's another excuse for a big 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 knees up and a big 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 piss up uh which maybe as you get older basically is what that festive period is all about you don't need to know where you are. You're still watching the same shitty movies. Harry Potter's probably on at this point. You know what I mean? They're probably mm-hmm. rolling out that series. I've only seen it once, though, so I can't complain, I suppose. It is all that sort of stuff, though, isn't it? All the Christmas films. You get the Die Hard. That gets, that gets on every single year. It's the same. And you get the same kind of content out every year as well. Christmas podcast for one of them. Uh, you know, yeah, I hate them. It's, you know, those tweets that are like, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's like, no, it's not. It's an action movie, but it's a Christmas type of thing. Okay, seen it before. It was quite funny when it was new on the scene type of thing. But now, mm-hmm. come on, let's just move it on a bit. You know, same kind of discourse surrounding that. and The whole sort of elf thing. Is elf good film? Is, well, what's your favourite yeah. Christmas for all these kind of things? It's, it's like, like that, that's the bit that I don't like about Christmas is that it is essentially, you have the same com- those same conversations. It's kind of reheated year on year on year on year on year on year on year. Yeah. So same things time and time again. Like, I want to know about, I want to know, like, a bit more depth. I want a bit more depth in your day. I, maybe I don't even want to know about your Christmas, to be honest, because everyone's pretty much the same, let's face it. Like, everyone's is pretty much the same. But I was thinking, like, if in, like, an ideal sort of Christmas, could I improve on the Christmas that I've got? And I think off podcast, you were sort of saying that, you know, your perfect Christmas is actually just as it is. Like you like the sort of standard Christmas at home with your family in sort of familiar surroundings. Some things aren't to be tampered with, but I've got a lot of respect for people that maybe think out of the box or have complete disregard for Christmas traditions altogether. One of my dad's friends a couple of years ago randomly was like, I'm not going to spend Christmas at home with like family members and that shit. I'm going to go to Kenya. What, by himself? That, yes. Love and it. that is obviously, I think that's the Southern Hemisphere, I think. Mm-hmm. It's warm down there. Yeah. Anyway. But I think it was their summer as well. And he spent it on a beach with people that he just met barbecuing fish. And his Christmas dinner consisted of, you know, fish and rice. So it's kind of like, that's a bit different. I like mm. that. It's a bit quirky. For me personally, home comforts are king, you know, mm. and those kind of traditions for me. Uh, you know they're not important but it's nice like you said it's like a warm hug if we could like transport that somewhere else like i'm not going to stay living at home forever type of thing Mm -hmm. maybe if i move abroad or whatever then you kind of forge your own kind of christmas there i suppose i wonder if i'm going to get a bit bored of that at some point because Mm. it might be that i have to wait maybe five or ten years for a kid 
maybe something like that, let's say like five or 10 years, mm. how many more of these Christmases can you have before it's like, yeah, we've sort of done it now. Do you know I mean, like I was, I, I don't know if I said it on the last Christmas podcast or I said, maybe said it in one of the podcasts, my parents had my brother because it was like this Christmas, Christmas is getting so boring now. We need a kid. <laughs> like it's getting so boring. We need to actually change this up a little That's bit. Funny. And they had a, they had a kid the next year. Like those couples that are on the verge of divorce, say by a dog, to say they have something like a collective thing to bond over. It was like they were just going around the grandparents and it's like playing a game of Scrabble. And it's like, we need something to liven this up. Jesus yeah. Christ. And I wonder if I'm going to get to that age where I'm like, do you know what? Yeah, I'm not actually going to come home for Christmas. Soz, I'm going to go to Australia. I'm going yeah. to go to New Zealand, uh, New York, Sweden. Exactly. It sounds like their Christmas was missing a focal point. Because mm. I usually get quite sick of it at Christmas when you see a few few moments of extended family. Sometimes we do, and they're like, "Someone's had a kid." And I'm like, "Oh, look at you!" And they're doing that silly, silly baby voice thing that I said that I don't like before mm -hmm. on the podcast. Well, aren't you having? It's your first Christmas or whatever. But as I get older, I've grown to learn that people are probably doing that because they maybe don't have anything to say to the general room, so they're making a big thing. The baby is not going to remember that Christmas. But it's nice because it's the baby's first Christmas and that's a notable thing, or at least society tells us that's a notable thing. So do it. And it's it's a com it's, it's something to talk about in the room as well, because like you yeah. can get to those moments if it's sort of maybe you have those sort of awkward moments sometimes on Christmas Day where there's just a little dip in conversation just for a moment. And yeah. that's why it's good to have a dog or a baby, because then yeah. you're like, Look at him just sat there, just on his bed, the dog. Oh, yeah. God, he looks, oh, he's tired out now, isn't he? He's had his fun. You know, yeah. just someone to make some sort of comment just to get the conversation going. And that's what a baby is. That's what a dog is. And on, on the topic of conversation and at Christmas, Christmas is an absolute godsend. If you find that your conversation on a dating app is going a bit flat, because everybody celebrates Christmas, as I laboured that point earlier, everybody's got that in common. It's always a surefire kind of way of going, convo's going a bit flat. You're going home for Christmas then? You got mm -hmm. any plans for Christmas? You getting anything for Christmas? How are you spending your Christmas? What are your plans for Christmas and New Year's? Bang, 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 bang. Send those messages off. Conversation is reignited. It's the, you know, COVID became that thing. Mm -hmm. Didn't it? You know, this lockdown's a bit shit or whatever because everybody's going through it. Everybody goes through Christmas every year. It's There's a so many, surefire conversation. So many avenues that you can go down. It's like roots of a tree, isn't it? There's sort of like loads of different areas. You can just keep going down for eternity with Christmas. Exactly. And that's the beauty of it. That's the whole sort of thing about it. The part I didn't like about Christmas growing up was having to do the rounds, which involved us sort of going around the elderly grandparents whilst they were still alive and sort of visiting them and having those sort of chats about, oh, and so you got a cheeky face, eh? He's all grown up, isn't he? <laughs> You're taller, aren't you? You're tall last yeah, it was last year when I saw you. That's why I'm six. That's what, I mean, that's, that's what happens grown. between you know when you're going through puberty or whatever, or between, when you're growing up, you get bigger, but you tolerate it. You tolerate it's only and once a year. It's only once a you year. tolerate it because they give you 20 quid. That's what I'm there for. It's and like, a shitload yeah, of food. Shitload go, of food. Go get yourself yeah. go get yourself 20 quid out of my wallet. Go on. Merry Christmas. Like that. I love I mean? how it's always you getting it from them as well. I had the same thing where it's kind of like it feels a bit a bit a bit wrong. A I've bit seen you I see you once a year at most. And you're yeah. I'm nipping into your wallet. Yeah, slip another 20 in there as well. Yeah. It got yeah. to a point where they were so like know. mentally gone that we would we would get the 20 and then on the way out we'd leave it in the wallet because it's like yeah. I don't even know if they're like cognitively there anymore. So it feels like stealing. Stick it down the back of the sofa, it'd be a nice surprise. Yeah. I found 20 quid. 20 quid. What a day. Oh it's a Christmas miracle. But it's like just doing those rounds and, you know, do you want a Werther's? Do you want... And it's having to, like, repeat yourself every single time you go to the care home, the nursing home. They've changed care home. They've changed nursing home. So it's another new environment. And yeah. it's like, I remember those so vividly from, like, being eight, nine, ten years old, doing the rounds around Leeds. We go to these different nursing homes, different care homes. Super spreader event, really. <laughs> We'd go around, we do the rounds. we kill a few off, you know, yeah. narratively. <laughs> We've been at school, haven't we? So we've spread all sorts. <laughs> You feel like you're a member of the royal family when you see fucking King Charles going to a Gurdwara in Luton and then on the mm -hmm. same day he's at a music event in mm -hmm. uh, you know, like in a chapel in South London or something like that. You know, you think, oh God, that must be an arduous task. That's what Christmas is like. That's what Christmas is like. You having to cover 
all bases. My dad has 10 brothers and sisters. Doesn't really <sighs> speak to most of them, but for the some that he does speak to regularly. You can't blame him though, can you? You feel no too many, too many. Mm. Spread yourself too thin. I would say don't have 10 kids. Prioritize. Exactly. Expensive Christmas as well. Expensive mm. Christmas that. But you know, you do have to make your rounds around the more the more favoured kind of ones. And it's the same conversation over and over again. Mm-hmm. Really, when you think about it. But you become well versed in it. There's always that sort of thing of how's school going? Yeah, yep. you're doing, oh, you're doing good. Still there. Still there. And they haven't got a clue what you're talking about. They don't know what a GCSE is. They've, not, they've never heard of one. They're just like, oh, <laughs> very good. And you're doing well. It's all just like bog standard stuff. They're 86. They don't know what qualifications are. They didn't need them back in the day. They sent them to war. They got shot. They died. Okay, <laughs> They've survived, fortunately. Well done. Credit to you. But like, they don't, have, they don't have a clue what you're talking about. They don't care. Yeah, they all kind of... Uh... You got a girlfriend yet then? Yes, yes, yes. How do I I answer that diplomatically? Maybe you don't want to break the news, (laughs) you know. It might be the final straw for a a relative that's in their 80s. I don't want to be the cause of uh, death, my homosexuality. (laughs) No, not quite yet. There's some few nice girls at school, though. You know me, you know me, with my roaming eyes. Has he got a a girlfriend yet? Just sort of throwing it out there into the ether, the same questions. That question, you know, it comes up at Christmas. It's awkward because obviously your parents in the room do know. Well, my Mm. parents, not yours, you're not, you're not. You haven't come out yet. Not yet. My parents parents knew, but I had to kind of play along, go, no, you know, no girlfriend, no girls on the scene just yet, kind of saving myself. And my parents would be there smiling along, going, but they'd know. Mm. It's weird, very weird vibe, very much. Keeping up appearances, Christmas. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, it's an interesting time of year, it really is. All those different traditions, like the mixed together. It's just a very... Yeah, it's the old people. It's the interacting with old people, I think, seems to go up a lot around Christmas. I, st- I stay away from them because they're all mental. But at Christmas, you're sort of forced to be around them. And, yeah, it comes with its perks. Like, you know, they spoil you or whatever because they don't understand the concept of money because they're cocooned in these ridiculous sort of places, which we call we call them all people's homes. They're essentially just places for them to sort of wait to die, basically. And that's that's really what they are. They're sort of nurseries for old people, let's face it. And nice little pension. Are. That's where yeah. those twenty quids are coming from as well. Set on exactly. a shit on a cash. They just handed out willy nilly because they don't understand the concept of value. They're like, "What? How much is it for a bus? Twenty quid? Well, yeah, yeah, take twenty, love. You know, it's all that sort of stuff." They're they're mental, and that's why I like old people. But I also stay away from them unless I'm forced to be in an environment with them where maybe I can benefit from them financially. And exactly. so extortion, exactly, and. You know, Christmas is a good time of year for death as well. Like, deaths go up. So, you know, you have the whole inheritance thing. That's a good thing if you've got a big family, you know. Keeps the economy kind of ticking over. Mm. I love that. I mean, I remember I used to, even when I stopped believing in Santa. Do you remember? Do you remember who told you when you found out Santa wasn't real? No. I do. It was uh, Donald Trump on the phone to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my name. Because my neighbour is around the same age as me, maybe a year older. And I think I must have said something flippantly. He's like, oh. You're playing out tomorrow. And I was like, no, it's Christmas Eve. I'm going to wait for Santa to come. And he was like, I mean, no, he doesn't exist. And then obviously, I know, st- oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> this is about seven or eight. This is why I am the way I am today with all this mental trauma. Mm. It comes from growing up with, you know, in those ends, in my ends, <laughs> ends with a Z, ends with a Z. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he said that. Oh. And it's not really the same since, but I did used to get, even in high school, used to get a lot of enjoyment out of that NORAD Santa tracker thing. Oh, yeah. Santa going, and it's, oh, God. Time zone by time zone, he's making it. Oh, Australia, they're ahead or whatever. And then you get twats ruining it on Twitter, or whatever, being like, "Why he's stopping off in Jordan and they're all Muslim. Jordan is 99.5% Muslim, so why is he stopping off in Jordan? <laughs> he's not real anyway. What's your point? Yeah, everyone used to go on that. He's not everyone, real. Everyone used to go on that in IT around Christmas time. Just think of the things you used to do at school at Christmas time and how stupid and how just like crazy they were. Like you just stick a film on and stuff. It's like who it, what who in the right mind goes, you know what, you got qualifications to get, but let's stick a film on. Let's stick Ice Age on because of snow and that. Can we do watch Ice Age? Can we watch Ice Age? <laughs> yeah, dude, just imagine being 16 years old and sat there in a English lesson, a science lesson, whatever lesson. The teacher just goes, word search. Word last search. lesson, last lesson before Christmas, word search. He said, oh, that's a tough word search, is it? No. Where's Noel? Oh, yeah. right on the top right. Christmas N-O-E-L. word search. Bam. There we go. Yule log. 
straight down there. It's, it's, it's stuff like, like that, though, isn't it? It's, it's just stuff fun. like that, which is just mental. Like, just why? Fun. Why are we doing a word search? Why are we sixteen? Why are we sat in a barely heated room in December? listening to a teacher play Christmas music through their shitty fucking laptop, you know, which the, the fan of the laptop is louder than the music they're playing themselves. And we're sat there, you know, reasonably happy because we don't have work to do. We're doing a fucking word search. Bizarre. And, they've, 16, 16 years and old. they've given everyone a pack of Haribos each, you know, those little packs, <laughs> you know, those little packs, it's a multi-pack. So she's got one for like every, every one of her classes. And she might have a special. Christmas jumper on. It might be Christmas jumper day if you're lucky, but you have to bring a quid in. Every, yeah, you've got to bring a quid in for the, the Christmas jumper. And the money goes into mysterious hands. Yep. But don't worry, no. guys, because when you go to English, everyone gets one celebration each. Yeah. Everyone gets just a single. I'm having the Malteser. I'm a Malteser. And it's a fight over the Maltesers. <laughs> just ridiculous. Like those sort of time, those periods of times at schools where you've got to try and seduce the teacher into letting you do like Christmas related stuff. Yeah, we had we had ones where it was like Christmas themed register, so you'd have to answer the register instead of saying yes, sir, you'd say elf, which is bizarre. Elf. Imagine somebody going, Ed, are you here? And you go, home alone. <laughs> is that a statement? What is that? What is that? Your plans for over Christmas? Is that the Christmas movie? <laughs> Toby, love actually. Die love hard. Actually. Oh, we're doing, we're doing, yeah, die. <laughs> Nightmare on 34th Street. You know? <laughs> Yeah, so I like indie movies, what can I say? But yeah, just just bizarre kind of how can we make this less mundane by putting a Christmas twist on it, but not too much of a Christmas twist on it, so we can still be seen as being serious. Quite fun dynamic, the old school time. Christmas time at school. It's literally anything though that's not work. Like I think we played Monopoly in economics at Christmas time. Like it's not exactly Christmassy, but it's sort of like fun, but like involves money in that. So it's sort of like economics, but it's also games. So do the two together, and that's Christmas. Picture it, but make it Christmassy. Right? Yeah. How do you draw a snowflake? How do you draw a snow? What the? Yeah. It's just crazy. Like, and you've all like maybe maybe someone if you're lucky, one of the teachers might have brought in some crackers or some like party hats or something, or you get the teachers who might even if you're really lucky. Bringing a bit of food, some nipples. They bought in yeah, some like, yeah, party yeah. rings or something. Got a little treat for you. And you know, you already know that they've had you know some younger kids' hands all over them from the last <laughs> lesson. But you're like, you know what? I don't care because it's free food. And they build it up so much. Uh, you know, if we get through enough work, it might have a treat for you at the end of the lesson. And it's a leftover like party-sized sausage roll. Oh, thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks a lot. And guess what? The last day of term before Christmas was always a half day because nothing says Christmas like finishing at half past twelve. Yes, exactly. Yep. Get me on that bus home. Get the bus driver pumping out Christmas tunes on the old metro bus. Oh, Christmas everyone's time in is such here. a good mood, aren't they? Everyone's in such. Everyone's smiling. I've never seen everyone sort of like so happy and jovial. Everyone's going mental on the bus. Even, like the, the, teachers even are happy. The, the knobheads on the back of the bus, they've refrained for a day from lobbing water bottles down the bus to hit people. You know, it's just kind of like, yeah, we get home. It's about half past twelve. Bam. That's it for two weeks. Just two weeks of doing fuck all. It's just completely pointless going to school, though, isn't it? You know, especially if, if you're getting like a bus that's maybe half an hour or 45 minutes, an hour long. And it's like you're going in for a few, maybe like a few hours of sort of word searches and stuff. It's just completely pointless, that whole sort of half day, last day thing, isn't it? Yeah, you're just there because you have to be there, aren't you? It is. There's there that kind of vibe around it. You're doing nothing of, you know, and, you know, you shouldn't, let's wind down, but let's do it together. We're not going to give you the full day off. Let's do it together. But they also know the kids aren't going to do any work, are they? They also know that, so they deliberately do it because the kids aren't going to be focusing. It's Christmas, you know, that kind of thing. Exactly. It's just kind of like a free pass. And if you're lucky, it might even snow. That's the thing, snow days at school. I don't know if they have them nowadays because Zoom exists. I heard rumours that in New York they don't have snow days anymore because of this sort of work from home thing. But yeah. that they were so so fantastic. Like when you'd have you'd have to listen to the radio. Radio yeah, leads. Yeah. Is our school open? Is it closed? There's rumors floating around. Can we confirm what's on Twitter? Like you're checking Twitter. Refresh, refresh. Check the radio. Radio leads. They go, they go through them alphabetically on the radio. Yeah. As if it's kind of like wartime when you're waiting to, for your husband to come back home from war. You've got the wireless is he dead? up against your ear. Is, it, is he being shot? <laughs> is he he's being shot? Okay, cheers, cheers, Churchill. <laughs> cheers. Like it's just it's it's ludicrous to think that that was a thing. And I remember one yeah. time it did snow 
And this wasn't, I think this must have been, I must have been in year 10 or 11 because my brother was still in school at this point. And it was, we, we basically set off to go to school. My mum was taking us. And she was sort of like, you know, the, the, the snow was coming down. It was covering the sort of estate that we lived on. And my mum was like, well, no, it'll be fine. Now on the, on the main roads, it'll be fine. Okay. I'm still taking you to school. Me and my brother are in her ear being like, you know, snowing a lot though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? We're there trying to like win around to this idea of not going to school. <laughs> We're just constantly in her ear. So she, anyway, we set off on this and she you know, goes off the estate, whatever, gets onto the main road and quickly realizes that actually the main roads haven't had um, like the grits put on the roads. So they're actually, there's still quite a lot of snow on the roads, on the main roads. Mm-hmm. And we're still in there in the back of the car, being like, oh, no, it's looking bad. This is coming down quite heavy. It's looking thick, looking thick. You can see it in the sky, can't you? Anyway, like she keeps driving along. She turns. And then at one point, my mum goes, Do you know what? I'm not driving in this. And it's too dangerous. I'm not driving in this. Too dangerous. Too dangerous now. No, I'm going to have to. And so she turns us round like, to take us back home. And I could, I've got a picture of it. I remember taking it in the back of the car like on my terrible phone, like a picture of it somewhere. <laughs> and we sat in the back like it's driving home. And we get home. And I think we must have called school to be basically like, we can't make it. And the school like, well, other people have made it. And like, it's not that I bad here. That. Bit of pushback there, a bit of attitude from the yeah. So you love to see a bit of needle, bit it's of not, needle. Yeah, it's like, well, we've made it. It's not, you know, it's not that bad here. Roads are fine here, and then right, snow, but we called in to be like, we're not, we're not going to be there. And yeah. then the snow stopped at like ten o'clock, and it started to look like it was drivable conditions. And it's like, at what point do you then back out? Do you then go? We could probably make it now. Or do you sort of just go along with it for the rest of the day? And I think I just went along with it. But this is what makes it worse. My brother decided to go in instead because he had a girlfriend at the time. And he was obviously, I think, probably just going in for her mainly. But so he ends up being driven in or getting the bus in or something like that. And I end up staying at home. And it's just like, it's not a great look. But like once you've committed to it, you've got to see it through. We both take a different route into school. You know, yeah, same house, the same school. We both take a different room. I was actually responsible for. Uh, <laughs> this is so bad. I've never spoken about this before, but basically, you'd have. I think it was. It must have been like year seven, year eight, definitely. If not, like even year. No, it can't be year six. We can get a bus into school. Year seven, year eight. It'd been snowing all night. The roads were touch and go. You have that kind of slush on the road, but it's still snowing. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, potential here. Yeah. Message a mate who I, you know, used to go on the bus with. It's like, you know, do you want to go out and cause a bit of mischief here? So we spent a good, we got up about 6am and spent a good half an hour kicking, not even shoveling, just kicking the snow off the grass curb onto the road. <laughs> so much so that the road was undrivable. And obviously you don't have cars out of that 6am. I was like, yeah, fucking get away with this or whatever. Or you do it in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So I see we got up before preschool bus, right? Before the school bus. The school bus turns up. I don't think you've been to my house, but basically our school bus stop. It was the last bus stop before you went off to school, right? Mm-hmm. It was at the top of a hill, a massive hill. There's no way the bus makes it. You know, day off here. Let's do what? What are we gonna do? We just stick a fucking movie on or something? Yeah, better fucking <laughs> Top Gun or something. I think we're planning on watching. Yeah, amazing, amazing. You should imagine my face. The bus stop. I was playing along. We were there. School blazer on. Acts as normal. I was like, oh god, expecting the bus not to turn up. Smug as fuck. That little yellow bus just kind of slowly emerging very, very cautiously at the top of this fucking hill, right? There wasn't an inch of snow on the hill, but the bus gets to the roundabout where we've been fucking booting the snow on the road and it starts fucking going like this, full bus, full bus. <laughs> We're there, suited and booted, ready to go for school. The bus is kind of slaloming around the roundabout, right? And it takes a small roundabout, but it took about 10 minutes to get... We're watching it going... Jesus fucking Christ, we caused that. I didn't think this was going to happen. And school went ahead. So moral of the story is don't try and manufacture a school day. We mm. just stood there in the snow, freezing our fucking tits off while this bus made it inch by inch around this <laughs> No, that had obviously not fallen naturally onto mm-hmm. the road. But no, that was like... Mysteriously appeared. I remember, I do remember a school bus skidding on the way home on the ice and that kind of thing. There was all that sort of, oh God, what's going to happen? Being sent home early as well. Yeah. Remember those times. Have we spoken about when we got accidentally got the school closed down? <laughs> have we? Did we talk about that? I don't know if we have. No, we've definitely spoken about it since off camera. I can't remember if, if we've spoken about it in a particular episode, but I, I only remember it vaguely. I remember it vaguely. 
I don't remember it detail for detail. I don't I, know why. I don't know how we got involved in it. We turned up that day and went into like the tutor rooms and it was noticeably cold that day, like in the rooms. And so even to the point where the teacher was like, oh, you can keep your jackets on, the heating's not working kind of thing. And so as soon as someone says that, everyone's like, oh, heating's not working, boiler's broken. Mm, here we go, I got sent home here. Rumours rumors start flying around. It's what happens. There's, there's a statutory instrument that was passed through Parliament said it's illegal, technically illegal for school children to be in school if it's below X degrees. Yeah, below 14 degrees Celsius. Everyone's got a thermometer <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, we nicked it from science. Fourteen, yeah. <laughs> like that, and <laughs> like, and so we've we're all put on like a little bit of alert here. And anyway, we go and like do our, a couple of lessons or whatever, and then at break time we're walking to our next lesson. And so at the end of break, we're sort of walking along, and the head teacher's walking the other way, and it's me and you walking together, head teacher towards us, and the head teacher stops us and goes, "All right, lads." Um, just wondering, have you noticed uh, anything with the temperature in the classrooms this morning? I had teacher saying this to us, and really I knew immediately. By the way, yeah, I knew immediately what he was getting after, <laughs> but I didn't want to overly push it and be yeah. so obvious that I was like trying to get us home, kind of thing. Yeah. And so I remember saying, "Well, I was in the computer room this morning, so you know, I didn't necessarily feel it because the computers were keeping us warm, but in tutor time, it was it was noticeably cold, and we all had to put our jackets on. We were all huddled around our computers in IT, yeah. with fans at the back trying to keep our frostbitten fingers <laughs> warm, sir. <laughs> but just trying to keep a bit of balance so it wasn't suspicious, kind of thing. Anyway, we then go to lessons. And the sort of at the start of this second period that we we're in, because it was a Tuesday, so we had a lesson, then we went on break, and then it was back to lessons. And the start of this second lesson, um, people say, "Oh, I think we might get sent home here." And our teacher goes, "You are not getting sent home. It's absolutely fine. Be quiet. Get on with the work." She was really annoyed. People were like questioning it, and you couldn't make it up. Two minutes later, a knock on the on the door. I'll never forget it. It's the woman from reception. And then she opens the door. Can I just speak to you outside, please? And we all and we're all looking around, going, God. "She's coming, Canada Goose, coat on, <laughs> Parker." As she's speaking, she's got the fucking air coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can she's got I a candle. A she's got a candle with <laughs> yeah. her just to keep her warm. <laughs> she's wearing mittens. Anyway, she's like, she goes outside for a quick chat, and she comes in, and she says, and she goes. Yeah, she's all going home early today. Like, <laughs> so she's gone from being like, "This is not happening." Miss, so are you fucking yeah. smile <laughs> why wouldn't you want us to go home you're getting paid yeah <laughs> it's a half a day cheer up a bit jesus and but it's that that moment i'll never forget of her like two minutes later coming back with a tail between her legs be like you are going home early and everyone going yes it's like there's no point doing any work i don't have to do anything and it's like it's later. also a bit of a waste of time as well because you sort of go home at 12 do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't complain. Not complaining. But on the subject, it's though, exciting, the subject isn't it? of Christmas in school, any Christmas jumpers and everything, I do think it's slightly inappropriate if a teacher comes in, as uh, a couple did, a couple of occasions, wearing a Jingle My Bells <laughs> Christmas jumper. Is that a thing? I think, yeah, 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 yeah. I've got, I've got names of teachers. I've got names, mm-hmm. but. I do think that, that that raises quite a slight safeguarding issue with me. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, which brings back some memory. <laughs> That's from some Christmas movies. I like that. That was a heckler. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an That's ex. A, that's a, <laughs> that's... Oh, completely lost my train. <laughs> <laughs> you remember another another one of our I think it was us anyway. It was definitely me. I don't know if I if, if you were involved in this. Do you remember deliberately trying to piss people off on Christmas jumper day by telling them that their Christmas jumper wasn't a Christmas jumper? Somebody <laughs> would come in and go, well, actually, it's not overly Christmas. It's more of a winter jumper, actually. Yeah. It's got a it's got a few snowflakes on there, a few patterns that you would associate maybe. With the Christmas period, but I would say more with the the winter period in general. And you knew the people to go to in school that that would push their buttons. You know? Well, actually, I've got the receipt, and yeah, it says next Christmas jumper, so it's a Christmas jumper. I love it. Transforming Christmas into a time of shit housery. Just those sorts of moments are just brilliant. 
It's just trying <laughs> to wind people up in whatever way possible. It's the Christmas spirit, man. It's the Christmas yeah. spirit. And my tits now jumper as well, you know, <laughs> little things like that. A little... <laughs> I completely forgot about that. I completely forgot about that. Obviously, you can make. <laughs> you can make let it. <laughs> let it snow. Say it. They tits <laughs> The spacing was so bad on that jumper, wasn't it? It's just to be a cheap jumper. Let it snow became tits now because the let bit got stuck under my armpit. I even got a compliment for it, for it as well in town. It's I completely, you know, when you, there's a vivid memory that just escapes your mind and then you get reminded of it. That for me is, is, it's now of course yeah but i draw the line at uh, an english teacher who i mean she did once use world book day to come in dressed as a sexy busty nurse i'm all for it teacher <laughs> but you I, I know why you had an issue with it but i'm all for it <laughs> hormones baby <laughs> hormones that's also sexy nurse world book day Alison wouldn't something like that anyway that's how it was justified mm-hmm. that's how it was justified not just an excuse to get tits out Right. And great breasts. Tits now. Were. Tits now, if exactly. anything. Exactly. Tits, tits now. That was yeah, my no. sort of reciprocation to it. <laughs> you came in wearing the Christmas jumper as an order. Tits now. Tits now. Next day she comes up with into a room. Tits now. <laughs> Where are they? Yeah, the same teacher was. <laughs> the same teacher was. <laughs> Jingle my bells. Um, jumper, which is obviously is a bit inappropriate, but, but mm. for some reason. Tits now isn't well. That's I don't... perfectly innocent. It's not as if I knew it looked like that. I think you must have pointed it out that the I... crease under my arm armpit looked. I pointed it out because um, a few Christmases ago, my mum got those kind of they're weird, like jelly, like letters that you can stick on a on like a window or something like that. Because we had like this little mm. weird, like, indoor window going up the hallway, and my mum got some that said "Let it snow," and obviously I'd be rearranging them. And tits now is the first port of call for anybody. Trying to cause some mischief, which you you do. It's a shame there's a Z in Nazi because we could have had some fun with those <laughs> letters. <laughs> we could have maybe gone all 1930s on it, but yeah, mm-hmm. tits now. That's that's why I noticed that on your jumper. Yeah, yeah, some great Christmas memories. It's a good time of year to make some memories, isn't it? And you know, lots of fun stuff happens. Snow's falling, all that kind of stuff. You know, if there's one uh, time to make memories and reminisce about nostalgia christmas is basically one big nostalgia you look at the christmas songs that are most popular now and they're all like 70s and 80s that shit isn't it like no just... one's listening to robbie williams and tyson fury no one's listening to it i didn't even know is that a thing yeah i tell Grab you what... bad sharon from the office as if those two know what it's like to work in an office stop trying to be relatable <laughs> jesus i couldn't think of two people less suited to working in an office and yeah than those two honestly no Nobody in 30 years' time, and I'm going to make this prediction, is going to say, do you know what? Do you want to listen to this Christmas? Do you want to listen to that Christmas number one from 2020, the one about Greg's sausage rolls released by Lad Baby? They annoy me. We're not creating Christmas heritage. (laughs) No. We all all just go go back 20 or 30 years in time. That's what it is. It's about reminiscing. The old people can reminisce about George Michael and that kind of thing. My grandma didn't know he died until Boxing Day. She didn't know. Yeah, he died Christmas Day. She didn't know. We broke the news. It just came up in conversation. She was talking about him. And we were like, oh, it's, it's really sad what happened. And she was like, what? We're like, yeah, he, he died yesterday. Did oh, he? You're not, you're not talking about the Did... time he got caught with a prostitute in the a toilet cubicle. No. <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, sorry. No, I missed that. I missed that. But it's sorry. like... There's kids around. There's kids. She, sorry, didn't, she didn't know anything about it. We should talk about Secret Santa on a Christmas episode, right? We, we should actually, yeah. yeah. Secret Santa's always fun. And I just started work at a new place. And I've I've realized I boiled it down in true Toby House fashion. There's three types of Secret Santa present. There's the play it safe, I don't know them present. I'm thinking bottle of Baileys, box of chocolates, you know, inoffensive. I don't know you. Found these, had these in the cupboard at home, not gonna spend any mm. money on it. Hopefully not an alcoholic. Oh, Hopefully not an alcoholic, yeah. <laughs> Recovering. Hopefully not lactose intolerant. Or if you oh, are God. Get over it. Get out of my life. Just for Christmas. Just for Christmas. Yeah. Get over it. Go then, on. second second time of present, you have the practical 
practical present. I'm thinking, and I'm thinking this because it's a present that I got. I've just moved to the big smoke London mm-hmm. announcement on the podcast where the streets are paved with gold. And somebody got me an underground places in London book that you wouldn't necessarily know about. I'm thinking, that's practical. That's some use. That's good fun. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, you have my favourite, my favourite, favourite, favourite. I hope it's what I think it is. A jokey gift. Yes. That maybe pushes the boundaries a bit too far. But hey, what Santa is it? It's secret Santa. They're never going to find out. I'm thinking back to school again, actually. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Economics, A-level. One girl in the class, one female in the class. What did the person who got the female in secret Santa, what did he get her? I feel like was it was something like washing up gloves or something. It's just like cleaning equipment, like a cleaning, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Muscle, Mr. Sheen or something like that. And a, a pair of rubber gloves or something. <laughs> a pair of duster, maybe. Yeah, something like that. That's the type of presence we want to be seeing in your secret Santa. You know, if you're banter. new to the workplace, you're not going to be on in on the in-jokes. You're not going to have that context. Unless there's a, a gender balance imbalance there and there is only one woman and you can be sexist. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was about to say we need a subcategory there of in jokes. Like if you do have friends at your work, then there's an, like an in jokes section of, oh God, you know that thing we got about, oh God, with the ketchup packet. Yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. There's always like an in joke one. Exactly. And that, 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 that always makes it fun. That's always a good icebreaker, I feel. Yeah, it's what, the beauty what? of Christmas, that, isn't it? Is, you know, you've got, got to do a secret Santa at some that- point. That kind of eroding of boundaries. Being like, yeah, oh, who did you get in Secret Santa? Oh, I got you. Oh, I'm really chuffed with my present. I like that. So, you know, that's nice. That's an extra element to it, doesn't it? The price, there's a bit of a price cap there. I remember we had one in economics where I think I feel like it was a pound or something was the was the price cap for economics. I mean, it's ironic in all subjects of economics that are stepping in and you know not letting the profit mechanism you know mm. to decide how much you're spending on that. A pound is I can't remember what I got if it was limited to oh, a pound. I remember what I I think you got a CD for someone, didn't you? Like a JLS CD or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, whereas I think I got a cookie for one of my mates. I got one of my mates in our economics class a cookie because they cost a pound. I remember I was showing you the cookie and you, like, crumbled it all up and you, like, broke it all into little pieces. And by the end of it, it was like, well, now I've just got to break it all up into, like, tiny pieces and that can be part of the joke because it's gone too far now. And so I bought, <laughs> he opened up a crumbled up cookie and just chucked it in the bin. I think, I think that one of the teachers had me... And he got me a compass, I think. Compass? That's a bit you know, To draw circles with that type oh, of Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plural. Did you not have one? Um, well, I don't know, but it's not as if we not as if we draw drew many pie charts in economics. I think well, he, that was in economics. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was one of the teachers there. I think he was probably sat in his office thinking, Oh shit, Secret Santa, last <laughs> Christmas. Haven't got anything. What is right here in front of me on my desk that I never use? Let's see what's spare in the storage room. What's <laughs> going spare? Glue stick? You know, Glue. we could be... Do you want a print could, stick? We could be sat here and that, that compass could have been passed down from generation to generation in his family, you know, engraved with some shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a really heartfelt present, but he wasn't the brightest teacher. You know, so <laughs> Probably forgot. Probably forgot that it was Secret Santa on that day, even though it was his idea. Yeah. Uh, some some teachers are dumb. That that's just a fact of life. And on that note, we'll wrap up there. Some oh. teachers are dumb. Have a wonderful Christmas, everyone. We will see yeah. you on Boxing Day for the next episode. Well, we are going to be doing a roast the year episode. I think I'm pretty sure. We will be something. having a boxing bout. Yes, scrap. Boxing Day. We'll be having a fight. Hope you all have a great day. Hope you all have a good time. Merry Christmas, one and all. We will see you next time. Cheers. See you later.